The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor of Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for praying for me. I know many of you are, so keep it up. God is doing wonderful things here on the earth. And he's about ready to touch you today. And you will have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. So stay tuned. And before I begin, you need to register and attend the prophetic conference on March 30th. That is Friday at 7 p.m. And whole day Saturday, March 31st. Registration is necessary because sitting is limited You can go to our website, SOGMI.org, and register. Click Events, and then Register, okay? Again, our website address is SOGMI.org. So, it is important in these days to really hear new revelation and what God is saying to the church and what God is doing here on earth. As you know, I just got back from trip to the Philippines and God did wonderful things. And I was with Divina and we are so blessed to be able to attend our high school reunion and at the same time meet some of our friends and classmates when we are in sixth grade. It, it's just an amazing thing that we were able to do that, and I was grateful to God for answering my prayer before I entered the ministry that he'll save my friends and not forget the country of my birth, that is the Philippines. And he is moving mightily, mightily, mightily. Awesome, awesome, supernatural things there and around the world, and it started here in United States of America. As soon as the prophecy is released for 2018, The Holy Spirit, just like in the book of Genesis, he was hovering until his prophecy for 2018 and beyond is released and he empowered those words. And now those words will not return void, but they will accomplish what God has set them out to do and accomplish. So we are in an important time and you need to come to the prophetic gathering of the saints, even though you already heard directly from the Lord or you have heard them from me through this radio broadcast. It is good to hear them and fellowship with like-minded saints in our days because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God and the words that were released and will be released upon your life on this coming March 30th and 31st are thus saith the Lord, they are not thus saith Christina. It is not my plan to do it, because if I have my way, I will just prophesy to myself, to my children, to my husband, to my loved ones, and to my friends, not to some people that I never met. But God's ways are different from mine, and God's thoughts are higher, and thank God for that, because time is at hand, okay? The Holy Spirit is moving so mightily on the face of the earth and he's giving us new revelation for this time that was not revealed or kept hidden from the previous generations. 
and uh, we need to embrace that changes, especially if you are a leader. You know, some of the revelations of the past, they work, and the systems that we implemented, they work before, and they are working for us now. But we have to ask ourselves, are they working for his people? When problems occur, when sickness and disease are rampant, this, this uh, man-made systems that we have placed, I said, do they work for God's people? Are they effective in combating or taking authority over these uh, problems? That is the most important question because we have to remind ourselves every day, as I do, why we are in the ministry, what God called us for. It is not just for us. It is for his glory. Yes, you will benefit from it, but is for the benefit of his people to further the kingdom of God. And let us be one of those anointed leaders, men and women of God, who continue to hunger for revelation and understanding and knowledge from the Holy Spirit, and they continue to move in power. And you know, there are only few of them. We need to join them. Because if we don't, and we are already in the ministry or in a position of authority right now, if we don't embrace and implement these revelations, there are new group of people that are coming out in the front lines that are hungry and desperate for the things of God, and they will take on that leadership position because we're supposed to increase in number. Because if the entire state of Texas or even United States of America will get saved, even a fraction of it, we do not have enough trained and matured leaders to lead them. So it's time for us to say, here I am, Lord, use me. Here I am, Lord, send me. Here I am, Lord, teach me. Okay? We need to be teachable because revelation is progressive, and I know you experienced this as I experienced this and continue to experience it myself. You know, you read the scripture, you understand it, you believe it, you're standing for it, you are claiming it, and you preach for it. And all of a sudden in your prayer time or in your study time, you quoted the same scripture and lo and behold, there is a new revelation there that you have not seen before. That is the Holy Spirit. It means to say that you are ready for it. So this revelation that is coming, that the Holy Spirit is unleashing on the face of the earth, you and I are ready for it. We must be ready to receive it. Amen? Okay. Just like in the uh, time of Apostle Paul, in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, I have been quoting this to you since 2017. The Apostle Paul is explaining to the church that the revelation that he got from the Holy Spirit that he is sharing to them has not been revealed to the past generations until that generation. And he revealed it to Apostle Paul. And Apostle Paul is now sharing it to the church. And what is that revelation that was kept hidden in the past? That the Gentiles or the believers, the born-again Christians, are now joint heirs with the nation of Israel in Christ Jesus. It means to say that when we preach that Israel is the apple of God's eyes and we stop there, it means to say that we are not preaching the whole truth. Because of Jesus and in Christ Jesus, we are equal with the nation of Israel. We are also God's favorite. You understand what I'm saying? That we are not a second-class citizen. So that we are a special because the same blood that Jesus shed is the same blood that got us born again. 
And it is the same Holy Spirit who birthed us into the kingdom of our God. So we are also the apple of God's eyes. And just like what it was revealed to Apostle Peter, the apostles in those times, they didn't know. Because the Lord Jesus, when he came back and he spent 40 days and 40 nights with them in, in Acts chapter 1, he said he gave them instruction and many convincing proof that he was the Messiah through the Holy Spirit. And through the leading of the Holy Spirit, he gave them instruction and he preached about the kingdom of God. It's never been preached before until John the Baptist and Jesus picked it up. And since that time, he started preaching about the kingdom until the day he was taken up to heaven. And the disciples asked him, Lord, are you now going to restore the kingdom back to Israel? See, they're still thinking about that. And even when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they have a different mindset. But then the apostle Peter in Acts chapter 10, he realized that God does not play favorites. Those who received Jesus Christ, even though you're a Gentile, even though you're a Greek, even though you're a slave, even though you're a, you're a woman, that God does not play favorites. You are now joint heirs with the nation of Israel and each and every believer that is you and I. The commission is the same. We are supposed to preach the gospel in power and we're supposed to make disciples. This is not just the position of the five offices because things got changed when the Holy Spirit came upon the earth and God poured out his spirit upon all flesh. And then sons and daughters prophesy. They start prophesying and we are in these last days. Okay. So you are important and relevant in the kingdom of God. You need to ask the Holy Spirit how you can preach the gospel where you're at right now in your present situation. Okay? He can empower you. So take a listen. Now, what I'm going to talk to you about today is about praying in the Spirit or speaking in other tongues. I know that some of you do not believe it, but it doesn't matter because you are going to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit today. And don't change that dial. Don't turn me off. It will turn back on again in Jesus' name because you need this. The scripture is very clear. Speaking in tongues was not discussed in the Old Testament, but when the church was birthed, it is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It is one of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. The scripture is very clear. It says that when we pray in tongues or when we pray in the spirit, we pray directly to God. And that is for us, for our own equipping. We edify ourselves. We strengthen our faith. We edify ourselves. We pray the perfect prayers for us when we pray in the spirit or in other tongues. You talk directly to God. Okay. And let me get back to. When the disciples asked him, are you now going to restore the kingdom to Israel? And Jesus said, it is not for you to know. But when the Holy Spirit will come upon you, you'll be endued with power. He did not answer them. He did not say yes or no. He wanted them to focus on the empowerment of the Holy Spirit because it will not be limited to the Jewish people. 
it will cover the entire world. It will affect the whole world. Not only that you just want your life changed, you just want to get healed. But when you receive your healing, when God healed you, he has a greater plan than that, that will impact many, many people. And that is how important you are in the kingdom. Okay. Keep in mind, you can be replaced in your post in the kingdom of God. Example, if you're called to be a pastor, you can be replaced with that. You can be replaced. You can be yanked down from that or the members can vote you out or nobody will come or all of a sudden you just realize that you have had enough and you wanted to step down. You can be replaced. Okay. All of us can be replaced when it comes to the post, our position, the kingdom of God, our calling. But this is the one thing that you must understand because this is the truth. In the heart of our God, you cannot be replaced because there is no one like you. He knew you even before you were in your mother's womb. You cannot be replaced in his heart. So when we want to give up on people, we must consider the heart of our God. So we need to continue to pray for others. We continue to preach the gospel in power. We continue to inspire others because those people, especially those who opposes you, they cannot be replaced in God's sight. Anyone, any person who goes to hell is a loss to God and to the kingdom. Okay. And we're not going to allow that to happen. So this is equipping of the saints. And I am talking to you right now on this radio. Because what I witness and the revelation that I received from this last trip in the Philippines, and that is why I felt compelled and I am con totally convinced that it is needed here. We need to go back to the basic principles of praying. Pray with your understanding and pray in the spirit. Okay. While in the Philippines, I preach, I ministered on three Sunday services. We were there for two weeks. Okay. And I ministered, I ministered in one Sunday service in Pampanga and the Holy Spirit moved differently there. But still the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit and the speaking in tongues was the one that became front and center. I did not plan on it, but I was led by the Holy Spirit. When I saw the congregation, 80% of them are young people. 80% of them are young people and they're all are new in this. They're young. They're still infant in the kingdom of God. But there's one thing that I know as a truth amongst the young people. They want the real thing. They will not just listen to us. They want to see the manifestation of that power. They want the real thing. If God is real, they want to encounter the real God. Because sometimes they look at us and say like, nah, I don't want to. I don't want him. They want someone that they would want to imitate. So I spoke to them about their future and about what God is doing, that God is causing hunger for, for the people because the transfer of wealth, influence and affluence has already started manifesting, but it will be fully manifested in their generation if they grab hold of it. And of course, they look at it, they want it. That's one thing that they wanted. So the Lord had me to lay hands on them and baptize them with the Holy Spirit and they receive it and they want more. 
Now, on the second Sunday, the two Sunday services in the afternoon in General Santo City, there was a different atmosphere there. The young people are more mature there, and some are already in the leadership position. But when I was praying a week before I went there, me and Divina went there to minister, I saw in the spirit that there are about 350 plus amongst the leaders that are hungry. They don't know what to do, but they sense that they needed more. They wanted to know more about the presence of God, about the relationship of God. And I picked them up in the spirit while I was praying and, and I started praying for them and for God to prepare me. I addressed the leaders, the primary leaders there, but some of the things that I shared with them, you cannot share it in the public because I shared it to the leaders so that they can teach those that are their disciples that are under them. But this is Sunday service. We have new people. We have matured people. We have a people in need and all, all of those things. And the Holy Spirit uh, knew their need. He knows everything. That's what, one thing I like about him. My message is to preach, believe the impossible. That's what I got before I went there. So I took some notes and it says like, believe the impossible. So it's like, oh, okay. The Lord wanted me to strengthen their faith. When I got there, the Holy Spirit, I was already in the podium. The Holy Spirit said that, no, I want you to discuss about praying in the spirit, the gift of tongues or speaking in other tongues. So I just kind of threw my notes and I preached from the heart and I explained to them just like what I'm trying to explain to you now. This move of God that is now here on the earth, that is now here in the state of Texas, you need to spend more time with him in prayer. You need to edify yourself. And praying in tongues is a heavenly prayer that only God understands. Sometimes the Lord will give you interpretation if you ask him and if you are ready to receive those interpretation. Satan cannot understand it because things of the spirit are spiritually discerned. And Satan is all about carnality. It's about emotions, about feelings. It's carnality. So he cannot discern it. So he cannot understand it. So how can he attack you or counterattack if he doesn't know? He will only understand it if you speak about it or by your action. So this is a weapon. This is a gift that it is specifically for you. You edify yourself, right? And the scripture is very clear that Jesus says in Mark chapter 16 that praying in tongues or speaking in other tongues is a sign of a believer, including casting out demons and laying hands on the sick, and you can even drink poison and it will not harm you. But speaking in other tongues is one of those signs and wonders that will follow the believer. This came from Jesus. So I believe him, I receive it. Okay. And in Acts chapter 19, verse 6, it says, When Paul placed his hands on the new believers or new converts, the Holy Spirit came on them and they spoke in tongues and then they prophesied. And in Romans chapter 8, verse 26, it says that the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses when we do not know how to pray, that the Spirit himself intercede for us with groans that words cannot express. So it became a heavenly language. And in Ephesians, it commands us to pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And in Jude 
just like what I explained before, it says, But you, dear friends, build yourselves up. By what? Build yourselves up in your most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Praying in tongues comes from the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit knew that Sunday in General Santo City in the Philippines that they need an encounter. They need an encounter with God and they need to receive it and they need to see it and experience him for themselves. And, you know, I'm talking about our rules and regulations and our steps. We have a system set up step by step by step. When you do this, then you go to this and do that. Well, they have this system or schedule or whatever you call it or rules that you have to attend certain classes before you receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit or they call it an encounter. So, well, the Holy Spirit said, well, they can have an encounter with me. It's a shortcut. See, the Holy Spirit is a shortcut in the world's standard and in our own understanding. That's why the scripture commanded us, do not lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So I called at first they were hesitant and then more than a hundred of them came forward, including the leaders, including some of the leaders. And, uh, and the Holy Spirit said, you stay in the podium, don't lay hands on them so that they will know and know that it, this is an encounter. This is the real encounter with God. So I stayed in the podium. I led them to pray. And instantaneously, as soon as they say, in Jesus name, I pray, amen, they spoke in other tongues. They received their prayer language. Such a heavenly sound I heard. And it repeated again on the second service. And this time, those who hesitated and did not come forward in the first service, they came forward. So it almost doubled those who came to receive this gift. And the same thing. I stayed on the podium. And as soon as they said, in Jesus' name, amen, they spoke in other tongues. Now, that is a sign. That is a sign to them. And they knew that they had an encounter with God. And they knew that the Holy Spirit can empower them and the Holy Spirit can provide the shortcut. I thank God for their pastors because they yielded to the Holy Spirit, even though, well, it's not in our system, it's not in thing. They yielded to it because they knew it's the Holy Spirit and they benefit from it and their people, the people that are under them benefit from them and their leaders that are discipling God's people and said, we're equipped, and they were also encouraged. And this is what you need to pray. You need to pray in the Spirit, and you need to pray in the understanding to equip yourself so that you can prepare yourself, you can build yourselves up in your holy faith so that you receive this revelation and understanding and knowledge from the Holy Spirit in these times. He is moving with signs and wonders, and, and that's what you're feeling. And for those of you who do not believe in speaking in tongues and you think that this is not from God, the good news for me and for you, even you're resistant to it, I want you to hear me very clearly. God looks at the heart. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you receive this gift. Amen. And you will receive it. Don't be afraid of it. And don't ever think that you cannot speak English again or you cannot uh, speak Hispanic again. And no, it's not. The Holy Spirit is wonderful. He is our advocate. He is our friend. He is our God. 
He's our friend. So God bless you for tuning in. Uh, keep on praying in the spirit. It is important. And I'm going to share with you. I know I already shared with you on in this radio broadcast about uh, what happened in Tingo Maria in Peru several years ago when God sent me there with other uh, three ladies with us and God moved. And uh, the revelation that we're receiving right now is the manifestations of the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence will accelerate in its manifestation because the timing and the sign is when this nation turned around towards righteousness. Jesus is back in the White House, and our leaders are acknowledging that God is our source. So therefore, the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence is manifesting and it is in an accelerated mode right now. And God loves you so much that he wants you to be a part of it. So keep on praying in the spirit, keep on praying in the understanding, and I'll see you on March 30th and 31st. You have to go to our website, SOGMI.org, and click event and register for this event, okay? God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.